When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome back and happy Tuesday. You're listening to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. And we are full of so much gossip, some of it topless. Good afternoon. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. And uh, we need to get the Cobra gang together, a little Britney style, because there's some stuff hanging out we need to discuss. Okay. Whenever there's trouble, without a double, with a Cobra gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time, with a Cobra gang. Boobney! Yes. Look. Also, buttney. Yeah, buttney, crotchney. Crackney. Burfurfurtney. Oh. Um, look. I don't think there's anything wrong with nude photos. I look at nude photos on occasion. I mean, I re- that's a weird statement. I, <laughs> the nude human body is fine. I don't think that's a bad thing per se. But I do feel like we have to talk about the fact that Britney has this habit of late. But it's not the first time, but specifically lately, there have been a couple posts um, that appear to be maybe thirst trappy. And I don't know what they are, but I just thought we needed to discuss them because... I, it's hard. It's hard when there's Britney conversation because I don't want people to think that I'm like, oh, look at Britney. She's new. There's a problem. But at the same time, here is one of the most powerful women in pop music or who has been one of the most powerful women in pop music doing something that nobody else really does with the exception of maybe Madonna. And actually, that's probably a valid comparison. Nonetheless, Colleen, What's going on? So, you know, it's it's interesting. I read a headline of an article that I did not read because, you know, it's 2020. Because <laughs> we, we don't, don't do, have that. To do that. We don't have to do that. Um, but it, the gist of the article, and it was a it was an editorial. It was like a commentary. Uh, the, the male human who wrote it basically was like, okay, so we took the conservatorship away and now this is what you get. Like, and now do you see, essentially... That she should have had it all along, which I just thought, okay, that is probably what a percentage of people actually think. I do not agree with that. Yeah, like she's posting um, naughty photos, therefore she's crazy. Right, which I just, I I, I struggle with so much of the um, stigma that we throw at Britney anyway. Here's my hot take on it, because I know you asked. Um, This is... A woman who's experiencing freedom after a over a decade of having every single move she makes nickel dimed. And this is a woman who has been sexualized her entire career. I don't think probably her whole life. Well, exactly. I mean, since she was a 
child. preteen for sure. I mean, it's awful. And this is how she understands the world. Um, she was urged for her entire career to show her body in certain ways. And I don't, I just, I think we're sort of witnessing her processing of that. Right. I mean, you, I, I don't know. I'm not here for it, but I also don't blame her. Yeah, no, I think you're uh, absolutely right. I did want to just, for the listener who doesn't know what we're talking about, there were two posts, one four days ago, and then uh, another one in reverse, or the back end, uh, from a day ago. And the first one is literally, again, these are not just like thirst photos. These are like, I am completely naked, and I'm covering up my naughty bits with emojis. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to your, you said something about freedom, she's been free. Now, after uh, many, many years, quote, this is the caption for the first series of posts, or the first post series of photos, quote, free woman energy has never felt better. Bow emoji? I don't know what that has to do with anything. But to your point, she's like, I'm a free woman. I'm naked. Naked freedom. That's like a thing, right? So that seems like, okay, yeah, sure, I get it. I mean, it's pretty basic. Um, and then from a day ago, the one where she's showing her a series of butt shots in a thong, and then she's got some gloves and a rose. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just a random photo of gloves and a rose. Not hers. Yeah. Just a random photography lady. And actually, <clears> she, <throat> I mean, I think she learned her lesson a long time ago. She does credit the photographer. Yeah. Um, but she said this time, booty time. And it's just like <laughs> shots of her. Bare butt. booty. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So all of those things, like what you said, I think is absolutely true. What we're seeing is a woman who's expressing some freedom for the first time that she hasn't had. Um, I think that's absolutely true. She's been sexualized. And so her form of expression seems to be, you know, well, actually sexualized. I don't know. Maybe that's not the right word, but yeah, maybe it does. I don't know. I'm not I'm not a an expert in, in these matters. But what I was thinking is that I don't think we need to overthink it. By that I mean, it really is just photos of Britney that she's like, I look a certain way and I want to post these photos. Right. I think like most people, so I don't think she's any different than any of us. The difference is she feels comfortable posting this. A lot of us probably wouldn't. Right. But that's like a, that's like a personal thing. Again, Madonna show up on her Instagram sometime. Well, and you know what I find interesting too is, you know, nobody's But I will say look at how to... people talk about Madonna. Well, yeah, they do, but nobody's saying you got to put her under con- a conservatorship because she's showing her booty toots. No, but they will say she's a crazy old lady who needs to stop being so sexual cuz old ladies that's don't do that, right? Yeah, that's a, that's so, true. So I think I'm like, saying that's true people say that. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. saying, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think my, rea- I, I will just admit my reaction when I see these photos from Brittany. I'm like, the way these photos appear, the reason I want to talk about these photos is because they're not like, it's not like she went to like, for example, go to her, and if you're just joining us, we're talking about Brittany's posting of her naked body on Instagram. Go to her fiance's account, and you will notice that recently he posted, that is Sam Asgari posted, a not naked photo but a shirtless photo with his pants pulled down to his oh, crotch yeah. line i mean Old you can ring. see 
<laughs> what did you say, House? She's gray singing the old gray hair. She ain't what she used to be. <laughs> no, but Sam Asgari is definitely showing, um, you know, veins and stuff. Uh, I mean, not that kind of not vein. that vein, so, but like but, you know, but the point lower of, pelvis veins. Yeah, the the point that I wanted to make is look at his photo and the way that it's photographed. It's there's something different about it, although it's a selfie. Yeah, but his is also weirdly like for a job because he captions it Magic Mike Three ready, and I think that's because he's been trying to get a job in Magic Mike Three, mm-hmm. which I don't think he has. Right? That's just a wish. I th- no, that's I think he's been. Oh no, it's the Fast and the Furious franchise that he's been angling for. But yeah, I'm well, sure he's trying he's to get a role in Magic Mike Three for too. Magic Mike Three as well. But there's yeah. like a, a a difference. But there's also a difference in the way that people talk about this. Like I think that Britney posting naked photos of herself, um, it might be something and nothing at the same time. What I mean by that is there is clearly something internal going on inside Britney to understand where she is in time and space, and that's okay because mm-hmm. we all go through that, and we shouldn't think of her as any more pathological or acute than any other human being on planet Earth, and it's probably oftentimes because she's a woman. And she's been sort of infantilized by society that we are like, oh, oh, in a way that we wouldn't for her boyfriend who's over there doing the same exact thing. Minus like, well, he's yeah. not covering up. I do think there's a difference between those photos, but I, I, I think that the general themes are we don't pathologize men getting naked in a way that we do women, especially women like Britney Spears. I, that, I mean, boy, we could unpack that for like an hour. We won't because we've got other things to talk about. But but we totally could unpack that because it's absolutely factual. There are plenty of men who post, you know, even more nakedy pictures than what Sam Asghari has posted. It's easy to draw the correlation because they're a couple, right? But like, and we don't, we don't make the same judgments about them or their mental health or their um, stability or I don't know any number of things as we do with Brittany or as I, I, I want, I don't want to say we, cause I think we're actually actively trying not to, but I mean the general public. Yeah. But at the same time, this is a woman who's been in a conservatorship for the last 14 years. There are some legitimate actual issues that we would care about re- in any of the celebrities we talk about. Right. I just think it's a matter of degree. And specifically with Britney, I think everybody's predisposed to be like, ooh, myself included, because I saw those photos and I was like, girl, do you need to? I mean, is now the time? But again, why do I think that? Probably right. Probably because I don't know. I- I've been influenced by the amount of media that's been thrown at me about Britney Spears. The other thing about it is, I mean, how do I even say this? You know, Britney Spears is a, like the most popular pop star alive, right? I think arguably. She's not like, you know, Suzanne down the street with her Instagram, you know, who like does fitness poses. And you know what I'm saying? Like, she has a massive following. She is... She's a brand, right? She's not just some gal next door yeah, who's showing her freedom by stripping naked. And so, like, everything is amplified. Our our take on it, mm-hmm. our questions about it, what we think she's trying to communicate to us with it. Because that's the other thing is a lot of the things, I mean, she doesn't give us much context other than booty time. Yeah. 
and she doesn't need to. And it really is just telling a story far more about us, right? In the reaction to these posts, than trying to ultimately understand any intentionality she's putting into those posts. Because, like I said, I don't think we should overthink these. I think these really are just her going, "I want to look at my sexy body." Now you can question, like, is that a valuable activity? But at the same time, like, we could ask that of anyone who posts on social media. To be fair, we do do that most of the time behind the scenes with people we know and love. And you all do it, too. We just don't talk about it as for an entire segment on our show. Because I guarantee there are posts. I know there are posts in my feed that I have looked over to somebody next to me, probably my partner, and said, What what were they posting? Why are they posting Mm -hmm. that? So, like, this is a human activity, it's just that it because it's Britney Spears, there seems to be so much more uh, Im- importance attached to it. To double down on something you said when you said, you know, we shouldn't be overthinking it. Like, I would just like to say it doesn't seem like she is. No. Right? Like, this is not a calculated move. Yeah, I, I think we're away from that world where we think there's somebody masterminding, like, her posts behind the scenes with, like, yeah. secret codes and, like, a right. plot. Like, I don't think we're there anymore. I think we're really just like, here's a 40-year-old woman who has been trapped and is now like, I'm going to post what I want to post. And, you know, five years later from now, she might look back and go, ooh, that's not what I wanted to post. Or not. I mean, you don't know. But the point is, like, she's where she is right now. And this just seems to be where she's at, which is, look at all my stuff. It's booty time. Okay, so... I don't know that we solved any problems, uh, but I don't know that we were ever tasked with doing... I don't even know that doing... there were a problem. Exactly. I, you know, maybe it just is what it is. We didn't answer any questions, but you know what we uh-uh. did do? Get you all uh-huh. warmed up for some more dirt and gossip. Coming our way from our good friend Elizabeth Reese, right here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. And here with all the latest from Hollywood, it's our beautiful friend, Ms. Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello, Hello. friends. How's everybody doing today? We're here. How are you? Doing fine. Hanging in there. I've been reading about Crystal Hefner. (laughs) I read about her, I I don't know, it was either early this morning or late last night. And then now I've continued looking into this story today. She's interesting. She, um, you know, was married to Hugh Hefner right before he died. She's only 35. Um, And she says she's ready to be herself. She revealed in this new Instagram post that she had ever... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Everything fake removed from her body, and she deleted her old photos. 
She said, over five years, my account has shifted from not always safe for work posts to my real safe for work life, the real me. I was living for other people before to make others happy, suffering internally in the process. That's Uh, that's enlightening. I know. She says she feels more authentic and vulnerable now. She said, I belong more to myself. I am mine. And she went on and said, in short, sex sells. I don't know whether I felt empowered by dressing scantily clad, showing cleavage, etc. Or if I just felt it was expected of me or what. But now I can confidently and 100% proudly say modesty is what empowers me these days. And because it feels so much better internally, it will probably be this way for the rest of my life. Wow. That's pretty insightful. Um, I would like to just offer her, and this is going to sound judgy, especially given our last segment, but maybe she could give a call to our friend Britney Spears. Yes, I know. I know. And just say, hey, I understand that this is how you've had to live your life, but there are other ways. It's, you know, I, I kind of look at it as like this pendulum swinging, right? I mean, for so long, like when you look at history... Watch Bridgerton, guys. I just watched the first season. Looking forward to the second season coming out. But, you know, there were so many expectations of women and so much restriction for the vast majority of history, right? And then you moved into this era, because now I'm listening to the book uh, Daisy Jones and the Six on Audible, which is going to be turned Hmm. into an Amazon show by Reese Witherspoon, also coming out. Um, And it's a fascinating fictional tale of a band in the 70s. And so there's there's so much conversation in that book about just like your sexuality as women and um, in that time period in the 70s. No one wore bras, guys. No one wore a bra. They just like hung out. And so there was this like shift to... Now we can do whatever we want and show whatever we want, and it's on our terms. And then I think it's like swinging back to the middle a little bit more. Well, I do mm-hmm. think like there's something to be said for just because you can doesn't mean you have to. Right. Or you should. Right? right. Like, but that's that's for each person to decide on his or her own uh, boundary. Like, we all have our own boundaries, obviously. I think so too. But I will say, just like as a personal journey, like I know that I don't share nearly as much as I used to. And it's only for my own sanity. It has nothing to do with my expectations that, or the the expectations I believe others have of me. Your boundaries can certainly shift throughout different parts of your life. But I do think that if you're in this situation like Britney Spears, as we were talking about, where you're finding yourself compelled to show a lot of your physical body and put that out there, understanding sort of there is just some inherent objectification that's coming along with that, making sure that you're really the one that's in control of that decision. Right. And making sure that it's really empowering you, not sort of this fake sense of empowerment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like Disney empowerment. I mean, I know nudity isn't Disney, but you know what I mean? Right. Um, Crystal Hefner now has 3 million followers on Instagram. And she said, as I made this transition, I always thought, will my account survive because I was watching the girls that had similar pages Keep posting the same scantily clad stuff and growing exponentially while I tanked hard. She said she lost a lot of male followers, but revealed her female following grew, which made her feel like she had an army of supporters who see an actual soul behind the lens. Hmm. Interesting. I just thought her journey was interesting. Yeah, no, that's definitely it's it's interesting to see people go through that. You know that process and then share it mm-hmm. so i think you know, so too because i'm I, sure it happens a lot more than we realize well and i think the way she shared it was really poignant and it was just like i i think i always like to share these kinds of stories with you guys because i know like if i've been like noodling over it for a day like i kind of was like oh i'm intrigued by this oh i want to know more about this then yeah. i want to 
share it with you guys. She was married to Hugh Hefner from 2012 until his death in 2017. He was 91. And and if I can just also say that, I mean, like, she bears the Hefner name. Yeah. Right? Like, that. she is, because of that, she is inextricably linked to the Playboy franchise. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there probably are certain expectations that people have beyond just what she was showing. Oh, for sure. Because she is a Hefner. Yeah, exactly. The um, Encanto soundtrack has become the first soundtrack to reach number one on the Billboard 200 chart in two years, beating Adele. Wow. Um, wow. It is a huge success. It has displaced Adele's 30, which held number one for six weeks. People cannot get enough of this movie, and they Have can't get enough of the songs. Elizabeth? I've seen it twice, and I love it so okay. much, and I now look forward to watching it. The second time I watched it, I loved it even more. And I know I'm going to love it even more than next time. The music is so good. It's so good. And and I find myself, here's another thing, like thinking about the story and thinking about like little things that the story that I'm like, oh, yeah, that meant that to me. It's so interesting. Huh. I love that. I've not seen the movie nor heard the soundtrack. So Lin-Manuel Miranda is behind a lot of the songs and... um the last soundtrack in terms of a movie musical to reach number one on the Billboard 200 charts was Frozen 2, which did that oh. back in December of 2019. But the songs we don't talk about, Bruno and Surface Pressure, are breakout songs from Encanto. So um, if anybody has watched Encanto, now that I just said we don't talk about Bruno, now you're going to have it in your head for the rest of the afternoon. It is so mm-hmm. catchy. I really want you guys to watch it. It's on Disney+. Plus. I, you know it is actually a surprise that I haven't watched it yet because, you know, I'm a big Disney fan. Well, I'm surprised your um, kids, just, have they not seen it? No, they don't, you know, they don't get excited about TV or movies at all. We have to, like, force them um, oh, wow. to have family movie nights. How are they I your know. children? I don't know. Where did they come from? I, asked, they get I don't know. <laughs> Seriously, I don't know. I, I don't understand it. You need to bribe them with pizza and snacks this weekend, and you got to watch it. All right. Done well, and done. You've got your marching it. orders, Colleen. Elizabeth, thank you so much for those updates. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, Holly has juicy bits of gossip, but the names left out. They're called blind items, and she's got a fresh batch when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Oh, who's in these blind items? Right here on My Talk 1071. You're listening to the Colleen and Bradley show. We got juicy bits of gossip with the names left out from our good friend Holly. I'm Bradley. That's Colleen. That's me. Hi. Okay. Hi. Let's get right to those blind items. Blinded by the item. Awesome celebrity gossip mysteries to solve this afternoon. I know you both are very excited and very focused this afternoon. And solving these mysteries. Oh my God, I am all about it. I don't want anything else in my life right now. Perfect, because you're not going to get anything. Good. Here's your first one. The fired cable news anchor is perfectly willing to publicly discuss the multiple affairs his boss was having, <gasps> including one with another one of his bosses. If the anchor doesn't get the money he feels is owed to him. Ooh, is that Chris Cuomo? Chris Cuomo and CNN Ooh. and Jeffrey Zucker. Yes. Exactly. So, wow, people are playing dirty lately. So, Chris Cuomo apparently is perfectly willing to publicly discuss the multiple affairs that his boss Jeff Zucker was having, including one with another boss at CNN. If the anchor Chris Cuomo doesn't get the money he feels is owed to him, okay. Well, I wonder if he's going to get it. Yeah, we eagerly await that mm-hmm. dirt on bated breath. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. We'll I, you know, I just, yeah. I don't care. No, yeah. I'm not saying I don't care about the blind item. <laughs> I, mean, I, just, I get it. This story is like, okay, look, another man who can't keep it in his pants and loses his career because he couldn't keep his wiener from wandering. Well, and, and not only the, wandering, the wa- wa- an- like another wandering poking. wiener wants to expose all the other wandering wieners. Yeah. There's just a lot of wiener wandering. Yes, and poking. Like because I don't want to make it seem like it's just like, oh look, I'm a penis. I'm I'm going down the street. No, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. like I'm just my hand. It's, it's like it's look exploring. at this penis. <laughs> yeah. Like it's intentional. It's like entering ass- buildings. It's an assault. I don't yeah. know about I don't know the allegations specifically against Chris Cuomo, but I do know the allegations against his brother dealt with actual assault. And I just wanted to make the clarification that that is not to be taken lightly. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Here we go. This one has been solved and we got two people to think about. And two layer was going through old cell phones this weekend and looking for a photo that he can't find. So he did say that he found a text from about the time that Crazy Days and Nights started from back in the day. Wow. It was from this A-list actress who is now deceased, and it said, quote, I know it was blank who gave me this infection, blankety blank. She was referring to the grace, per, disgraced produ- producer. Producer? Yeah. So that's is it a Harvey... Brittany Murphy? And Bradley? Harvey Weinstein? Correct on both counts. Oh, cool. Yes. Okay, fill in the blanks, and then I have a question. Okay, so NT Lawyer found an old text from Brittany Murphy. That text said, I know it was Harvey Weinstein who gave me this infection. Blanking, blank, blank. She was referring to Harvey Weinstein. <sighs> okay, uh-huh. gross. But also, NT Lawyer was going through old phones. Like, is that a thing? Like, how did you not turn yours in at the T-Mobile place to get your credit on your next phone? Don't you just upload your stuff to the cloud? Something I would imagine if you're a lawyer. Also, that would have been like BlackBerry era. Pre-BlackBerry era. But what is he doing? Like, firing up old phones to dig through? That's weird. I don't find that to be just from what we know about NT Lawyer. You think he keeps records of everything? I feel like he's an eccentric fellow who yeah. likes mm-hmm. to keep records of everything. All right. Yeah. All right. Fine. Yeah. All right. But back to the story. Ugh. Yeah. Yes. Uh, That's nasty. Yeah. Also, just let her rest in peace. We don't need to go there. Thank you. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. This A-plus list mostly movie actor won't ever divorce his wife, but she would lead, leave him if she knew about the college student he sees all the time and even flies her around on his jet when he's working out of town. Harrison Ford. Tom Hanks. Well, people said both to those, actually. <gasps> well, you know the thing about Tom Hanks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Google it. <laughs> Is it Jennifer Goodwin? Is that the... Yes. Is that the actress? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, just Google it. That's nasty. Um, I just think Harrison Ford would be flying people around, but at some point they'd probably get in an accident. So. <laughs> oh, he's oh, flying. By the way, carry the lead. Are you done with that particular blind uh, item, or do you need to refill in the blank? Well, I'm just going to fill in the blank for you. So it could be Tom Hanks, could be Harrison Ford. Both were mentioned in the comments. They're never going to divorce their wives. 
But the wife would leave Tom Hanks or Harrison Ford if she knew about the college student that they see all the time and even flies her around in his jet when he is working mm. out of town. I just never want to accept anything, you know, negative about Tom Hanks. It's just the space I'm in and I know that's irrational. Okay. Did you see the video of the guy being pulled out of a plane five seconds before the train crashed into the plane? No, I read the headline and then oh. I didn't flock to the I video. encourage you and you guys be careful because there is one video where you can see the guy being pulled out and he's he's um like wound wounded. He has mm-hmm. blood on him. And so that can be, you know, problematic for some people. But he's alive and there was a small crash. Literally um this plane crashed into a railroad crossing. Oh, dang, yeah, that happened in Los Angeles, too. That's an active yeah. train situation. Yeah, no, and what happened was they literally were able to extricate him. The police officers or fire or whoever showed up were able to extricate him, I'm not kidding, like three to five seconds before the train destroyed the plane. And you can see the video like ah! of the train destroying the plane seconds after they... Like, literally, they pull him out and you hear... Like, you hear the train siren, and whoosh, it goes by. That dude is so lucky he to be alive. He was the luckiest ever. I mean, truly, he, like, cheated death twice. No, I mean, can you imagine, like, of all the places to crash, into a yeah. train intersection, train crossing, as a train is hurtling down on you? Like, I right. know, that should just be in a movie somewhere. I don't know what the movie's about. But, like, it was completely cinem- cinematic Oof. in its disturbing oh, it'll, terror. It'll be in the next Fast and Furious. Yeah. Honestly, Sorry. I, I, is, I've been, he's, like, got the worst luck and then the best luck. I, exactly. And I watched that video yesterday. Um, and I was just like, I can't. I had to show Jamie. I was like, you have to look at this. He's like, I don't want to look at this. I'm like, you have to look at this. Because as the plane, the train just, like, mows that thing down. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, oh, yeah. now you're watching it. Yeah. I just watched it. Wow. See? Wow. And again, be oh, careful because one of the videos shows him with a bloody forehead, and I'm sure that's really no, traumatic. It's graphic. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's unbelievable. But anyway, heroes. Absolutely. Okay, should we do another blind? I'm item? sorry. Yes, thank you. Blinded by the item. Hey, that was an intense... I had to get that out of my head. An intense yeah, no, detour. Good. Yeah. Uh, let's go on to this blind item. Speaking of jets... This A-plus list mostly movie actor blamed an emergency landing on a fellow passenger having heart issues when, in fact, the actor nearly died of an overdose. Ooh. Oh, I don't know this. I don't know this either. But I feel like we've heard this Um, story before of somebody needing to land. I'm going to say Jennifer Lawrence. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's I'm dead serious. That's the only like emergency Uh. landing story I know. She was like almost in a plane crash. Oh no! Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I but no, that, so it's not her. So wait, we're looking for an actress, actor, um, actor. Oh. Now there are two names that could come up. Johnny Depp. No. Because I yeah I know right celebrity emergency landings. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Is this a recent one? I don't know. Bradley Great. Cooper. <laughs> Tom Hanks. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Um, so it's a no. Is it somebody no. we would expect? Or um, I shouldn't say expect. 
Is it somebody that we would perhaps not be so surprised to learn? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well, the names that are showing up in the comment section are of two celebrities who are known for their aviation hobby enthusiasts. As oh my gosh, John, John Travolta. Travolta. That was one of the names. Harrison Ford. And that was the other one. What? Oof. Oof. I mean, you know Oof. about Harrison Ford, don't no. you? No. Oh my God, I love how Holly's like, you know about so-and-so, don't you? <laughs> no, I don't. No, That's don't. why I show up here each and every day. <laughs> well, the rumor is Harrison Ford is noted for his curation abilities. Uh, like art curation? <laughs> no, of, you know... Drugs? Fun times. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope it's not either of them, and I hope everybody stays safe and sober. Yeah. Now, the Jennifer Lawrence thing, that happened in 2017, and that was an air emergency. One of the engines failed mid-flight at 31,000 oh, feet. Terrifying. And they had to make no, an emergency like landing in Buffalo, New York. And the second engine failed. So both engines failed on that flight. So luckily, guess who would never fly again? This girl. I would. You would never find me on an airplane again. Or would you just be like, I have now had the experience that I probably will never after have again because it's so random. Yeah, you're just through the looking glass now, statistically. But you don't want to be the person who's like, well. She had this bad thing happen, and then yep. look what happened after. <laughs> yeah. I they feel tried like those, once. You know, people do win the lottery twice. It's possible. I'm still Oof. waiting. Holly, yeah. uh, you're going to have to wait <laughs> a little bit longer. Some people never win, wait, ever. Did somebody win the Powerball last week? Yeah, two oh, people. Oh, one in Wisconsin, one in California. It wasn't us, I know. Fine. <laughs> <sighs> Thank you, Holly, um, for dashing our hopes okay. on the rocks of reality and these blind items. When we return... Colleen watched something uh, that she wants to tell us about. And I'm curious. I thought this was like a show from like 10 years ago. Oh, it was. It's back. All right. She'll tell us all about it when we return right here on My Talk 1071. And welcome to Wednesday's Eve here on the Colleen and Bradley show. That means it's Tuesday just before one o'clock. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. And you've been watching TV, I see. And there's a show that brings me back to like early 2000s times. I mm-hmm. think anyway, it could have been earlier than that even. Joe Millionaire? Uh, yeah, you know, um, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and when, whenever we talk TV, we like to uh, have a little segment called Here's What We're Watching Live. You you guys watch that television show together, don't you? Team Cobra presents Here's What We're Watching Live. What? I know. So um, they brought it back. Now, the thing about Joe Millionaire is, like you said, Bradley, the first time around, it was about 20 years ago. Um, Lord. Also, the early 2000s is 20 years ago. Yes. And the first go around, it was, I mean, it's still on Fox, but it was Evan Marriott that was the Joe Millionaire. 
Evan Marriott, 28 years old at the time, he was a construction worker. He was making less than $20,000 a year. And Fox uh, dressed him up and gave him etiquette lessons and told everybody that he was a millionaire. And uh, a bunch of women showed up and it was a dating contestant show thing like the bachelor bachelorette but that was the twist was that they thought he was a millionaire and then they found out the end womp womp he wasn't a millionaire yeah okay so you see that and you go okay they can never that's great it was great i watched the whole thing wonderful awesome but they can't really do that again can they or can they oh did they thank you they did. Do they? So now, in 2022, last Thursday, um, was the premiere, the two-hour premiere of Joe Millionaire for Richer or Poorer. What? What does that mean, for Richer or Poorer? Like, maybe he's going to be a million dollars in the hole? Um, Try. There is a rich one, and there is a poor one. Uh... Yes, there are two Joes Millionaire. One of them is a very wealthy uh i believe his family has like a cattle ranch and one of them is a construction worker which can i just also say how frustrating that is that like it's always the construction worker that they're like look at this poor guy he's a construction worker that is an actual viable career (laughs) yeah that you can make a lot of money at Mm -hmm. as you can can with many trades yeah yeah, so there are a lot know, of trades really... people who make way more than a lot of people sitting in a cubicle. Exactly, but but now twice they've grabbed a construction worker and been like, "Oh, you'll be our poor guy on Joe, Joe Millionaire." Yeah. The thing about this version of Joe Millionaire is that the ladies don't know which one is the millionaire and which one isn't the millionaire. Plot twist. Don don don. But okay. do we? We do. Okay. We know all along. Yeah, because I was going to say you can't really hide that. Right. No. And actually, so that, but see, that's also kind of some of the, I don't know, the tension of it, I guess, or like the, I don't know. It's like stupid, brilliant. Okay. So first of all, the host is a guy who's pretending to be a butler at this, you know, beautiful mansion that everybody's living. I mean, it's so old and dusty, but fine, whatever. Okay. So he's the butler and he's like, the, the, but the joke of it is, is that even the rich guy doesn't know, like, okay, they do a date where half the women go with one guy and half the women go with the other. And there are two dates and one is like the rich person date and one is the poor person date. Okay. But they don't, I mean, either one of them can go on the rich person date or the poor person date. It doesn't mean that they're the rich one or the poor one. Okay. Okay. So the rich person date is a cotillion. (laughs) That's a thing. Okay. Not anymore, because it's 2022. Yeah, I was going to say that we don't do that, right? Also, I feel like, yeah, anyway. So they have like a cotillion. And then the poor people date, the poor (laughs) guy date. I don't like this. I don't like this conversation. Listen, I'm I'm putting the words to it, but so they don't say it outright. But it is exactly, it's what they're doing, though. The poor guy date is, they go country line dancing now the joke of it is why both of the neither of the guys like know what you do at a cotillion or what you do at a line dance like neither of them know so even like it's not like a real rich thing because even the rich guy is like i don't know i've never been i don't know what fork to use yeah i don't know how to waltz also rich also 
Yeah. So what are we? Okay. So let's strip away all of the stuff. Basically, what what we're trying to figure out, or what these women are trying to figure out, or what the show is designed to do, is have these women figure out which man is worth a lot of money. And are they which falling man... in love for love or money? Is Got really it. kind of I think what's the gist of it. But in doing so, it's just so obnoxious and it's like a caricature of itself. And like the women say things like, I'm not a gold digger, I'm a gold finder. What? Um, what? what? You, you what does that mean? I don't know. She thinks she can sniff out the rich guy. Also, that's a um, thing. Like people really do that. I'm so naive. Apparently. Like listen, I live in such a world where I'm like, people really do that? Apparently. Okay. And, Okay, so here was my favorite part of episode number one. And by the way, yes, I will be watching more because it is so bad good. It's bad. Okay. Good. But there's um, two of the women, because, you know, they're all in competition, but now they're not, not only in competition, you know, they're in competition for two men with each other, right? So they're throwing elbows. Um, two of the women are wearing the same dress. Oh, no. Oh. And it is hilarious. That's a no, no how they Circa are 1984. Over. But you know what's so funny about it? This is what, if I could crawl through the TV and sit down and give them some actual wisdom, I would say to them, ladies, he's not going to notice. The oh, man yeah. oh, for sure. will not notice that you are wearing the same dress. Yeah. He does not see the dress. And I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. And if saying, he does, he's my partner, Jamie. And girls, you're barking <laughs> up the wrong tree. Exactly. Because the only man that I know that when a woman walks in the room, he instantly knows whether or not you're wearing a new shade of um, blush or carrying a different handbag is a, th- a thousand percent my gay partner. Yeah, <laughs> who ha- yes, who has like told me I've never seen you in the same outfit twice, and yeah. I thought you are the only man I know that has kept track of that. Yeah, yeah. it's true. And again, so- good luck with that. Exactly. You're correct. Anyway, if you're in the mood for something totally bad good and absolutely a caricature of itself, Joe Millionaire is terrible good. Fabulous Joe Millionaire recommendation from Colleen when we come back. She also has a question about your pets. How do you spoil your pets? We're talking about pet spoilage when we return. 651-641-1071. It's not how I said it. You know what I mean. We'll be right back.